Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Happy Saturday morning matinee, everybody. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So this is a, a new mix on the show. It's like it's been a while. Last time I was here with Rob and Kyle, so I've got I've got one half of that team, but I've got Ray here. So this is fun getting a different mix of people on the show every time. It's sort of like uh, I don't want to say Russian roulette, <laughs> but sometimes you you never know how this combination's going to work it's, out. Uh, let's we say chat see. roulette. That's a little bit more chat. palatable. Less deer okay. hunter. <laughs> That's that's less deer hunter, but it's a movie podcast. We can that's always true. talk about the deer hunter. Hey, after okay. this experience, might be more willing to play Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call you Dark Side Ray right. from now yeah, on. Yeah, I think. That's <laughs> it. That's it. We've, already, we've already hit. We've already hit. Uh, you know, suicide, homicide. It's Saturday morning, so <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, let's dig into some news here because it's uh, we we did uh, we did go dark for a week, so we do have like two weeks of. Of news uh, to to get through here, so we've got some that may be a little dated, but there's there's a couple things that uh, you know since we've got you know half of the Marvel Movie Minute team here, we could probably start in that with some Marvel news. So let's talk about this uh, Daredevil 
uh, rights reverting back to Marvel yeah. in six months from Netflix. Yeah, maybe we can actually get a, a proper sequel to the Ben Affleck Daredevil. I mean, that's what we're all, that's <laughs> what we're thinking, right? I mean, that's where we're all we're all on the same page about the get Colin right, Farrell sure. back. And, yeah. You know what? I will say that the director's cut of that movie is not nearly as bad as the theatrical cut. I totally cut. agree. Rob and I have actually yes. have talked about that multiple times too. Like that, they they really cut like a, a good chunk out of that movie. Uh, that really, when you put it back in, yeah. What ever happened to Mark Steven Johnson? Like he sort of just dropped off the the radar after that and Ghost Rider. Yeah. Well, I think that explains it, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I, I think it's interesting that, that of all, I, like a bunch of the characters I think are, are set to come back. Aren't they? Don't, 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 don't the Defenders come as a set? That I don't know. Or is it just Daredevil? I don't know. Uh, the um, only thing... It's, it's interesting that, like, I th- well, that you think of Daredevil as the hot property in that, too. It's like, okay. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what started it, but I think they said that, yeah, all of them, um, because it's like a Two years yeah. uh, that if they haven't done anything, so Punisher is going to be like another year or so. But yeah, I think all of them, Luke Cage, they've, they've got all the defenders, so I think they could do that as a theatrical property. <laughs> it's just the question of, you know, and I remember we on the show we would talk about this when we had, uh, you know, you had Marvel Cinematic Universe going strong, you had the the Marvel Netflix Universe. Mm-hmm. And then DC, you had the exact opposite. It was like Marvel theatrical was like bright, colorful, family fun. Mm -hmm. And Marvel TV was super dark. And then DC was like dark, you know, (laughs) depression in the theater. But the TV shows are light and fun because you've got like Flash and Arrow and all that stuff going on. It was like family friendly entertainment. It's like they they said, well, we can't. We can't do what they're doing on their ground, so we're going to do the exact opposite. So I don't know how well like the Defenders and all of this would merge into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it'd be bringing that darkness that like the DC true you know you has into the Cinematic Universe of Marvel so I I mean they can do something with the property they may lighten it up but I I can't imagine them bringing the, that same cast with that same tone onto the big screen yeah you, you don't think that they would just have a new Daredevil adventure with the same cast I mean, how do you how do you bring back you know like <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could, but you, I mean, the, the, those well, actors, I mean, they've they've embraced such a, a darkness of that. I mean, Kingpin and uh, oh, I mean, man. it's a great cast yeah. for what it is, but it just doesn't fit right. for what they're doing on the screen. Unless after you know this whole Endgame, they're going to pivot and do something different. But while that's true, uh, don't those shows tie into the MCU? Uh, I mean, I've only seen Daredevil. I'm sorry to say, I haven't watched the other Defenders series but um if i remember at least in season one of daredevil there were little easter eggs that pointed to the films like i think they're they talked about the battle of new york from the first avengers movie and things like that so it's not like they're not connected yeah it's it's it's, it always flows down though like the mcu like always is like their their thing and then like the rest of the television properties are left to sort of pick up the scraps essentially or like do what they can to make sure that their timelines line up but the movies have no concession for the television at all the only time that ever changed actually was Endgame when a character from one of the television shows actually showed up in the movie uh, that was like the first time that there was ever that, that full connection so it'll be interesting to see if they bring Charlie Cox in like as Daredevil, like is he the same yeah. guy? I mean, the 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 rumor that's been going around is that he would be, or Matt Murdock would be Peter Parker's lawyer. Oh, yeah, which right. Makes it yeah. even more convoluted because that's the half Sony side of yes. it too. So bringing in a Netflix <laughs> character into the Sony side of the MCU, oh, it just gets complicated. So we should do a podcast just to straighten all yeah. that out. <laughs> well, let's see. Once you guys get through all the movies, you can start into the TV yeah, right. shows. And, so you know, in, in well, uh, 2027. Right. <laughs> if that. Uh, but but you brought up Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the other piece that's part of this whole Marvel sort of news is uh, there was a little a little tease out on, on Twitter the other day, Ray. Do you want to tell us about that? Spider-Verse sequel mm-hmm. started production. And there was a nice little, like you said, there was a nice little tease on Twitter from so and so whose name I can't remember because I don't have the article in front of me. It was it, it was it was idiot. one of the animators, oh, okay. uh, but I, I'm I'm horrible with names as well. But yeah, we've got a little. It, 
nice yeah. little graphic teasing. Hey, we started and it's coming out in 2022. But uh, I guess there aren't too many details as of yet that have been revealed about this one, except that apparently this is going to focus on the relationship between Miles and Gwen. So that's uh, we'll see that's how all that I need. Yeah. That is all I need knowing. I mean, I think it's a, a franchise in capable hands, and I, I the risks that they, they were willing to take with that, uh, stylistically, visually, uh, I think paid off hugely for them and i i hope they've learned from that that they need to just continue to to challenge uh you know this is the thing about animation that is i love something like this because animation has not to blame pixar but they have striven to get more and more lifelike Mm -hmm. which removes all the fun that you can do with animation which is why why do we love you know Roadrunner, yeah. Coyote, rules of physics don't apply. That's what makes that funny. That's all, all the Tex Avery stuff. Right? It's bonkers crazy. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. So it's fun to see something where, with the, in the Spider Verse, where we can play around with that a little bit. It's still grounded in a real world, but we we do, there's some crazy bonkers stuff that was going on visually in this, and I I hope to see more of that with this you know whole multiverse uh, possibility that they can continue to play. And with. With, uh, keeping on the the Pixar theme, this could really be the Toy Story two of of sequels because they did such a great job with the first one yeah. that. What like is, is Sony's not dumb enough to to be like no let's, let's talk about what's going on let's let, let's let's get in there and right. really like maximize our potential they're like go ahead just go nuts like everything right. they wanted to do that they have the first one they're like animated Spider movie we need to like take it easy we need to take it like now man all bets are off like they could go anywhere do anything and I trust those guys to take us somewhere amazing so yeah that's I'm right. and the thing that's cool about that one is unlike Pixar who like will sit on you know and do their process for like five years or. So if you watch any of the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff of how they made the first Spider-Verse movie, it's like it, they they sort of are, are go, go, go. Like they it really even came. They were still finishing the movie like like a couple weeks before it actually came out in theaters. So their animation process is very, very different. So they are uh, we're going we're gonna to see. I, I think they're probably going to hit that release date. No problem at all uh, because of their their process is is so uh, sort of wild as opposed to the sort of uh, slow measured uh, thing that we've seen from like even Lakia or any of the other traditional animation studios. And I'm sure they'll keep the appetites whetted too, because I think just today or yesterday they announced uh, a Spider-Man Miles Morales video game. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, PlayStation Spider-Man Two is actually Spider-Man Miles Morales, so that we're gonna have that in between. So something else for all the oh. Miles fans out there, something they can uh, they can put their hands on before we get to see a proper sequel. That's pretty awesome. Hey, people need to know how to control their intellectual property and maximize the profits out of there. I mean, everybody gets on on Disney for that, but Sony knows how to play that game, too. We've got a movie coming. Hey, here's a video game on our new console that you need to go out and buy. That's right. Oh, yeah. They'll tie it into Venom 2. No comment. (laughs) What's next in our news? Uh, well, let, let's see. So we're, if we talk about uh, sort of cinematic universes and intellectual property and, and all that, let's talk a little bit about, about Amazon because in the whole streaming wars, Amazon's had some successful properties, but nothing that I feel like has been like the, the huge breakout things that we've seen for something. They've got, they've got some awards, recognition, all that, sure. but nothing that they haven't had like a, a Stranger Things that's gone yeah. just like... Crazy. Or Game of Thrones uh, or anything that's... Or Game yeah. of Thrones or something like that. So there, so I was intrigued to see uh, this article that you shared, mm-hmm. Kyle, because I, I don't know that this is something that people were craving to go back <laughs> into, you know, let's do a whole Girl with the Dragon Tattoo uh, series that is not a sequel, but it's a... Con- or, or continuation, uh, but it's just taking this character, uh, Lisbeth Sounder, and placing her in today's world with a wholly new setting, new characters, and a new story. And so I thought, yeah. so you've, you've bought the IP for this character, and so now you just want to do whatever you want. And will that work? Yeah. Do, will people show up? Yeah, that, that seems to be the trend yeah. right now. Like that seems to be what what Hollywood is just like. Well, it's a familiar character, so let's just remove them from all the situation they were before, and people will love it. 
CBS has a Clarice Starling series that's going to be in the fall that has nothing to do with the movies. Like really? it's, it's basically what happened to Clarice after when she's just like a regular FBI agent investigating stuff. Eh. Wow, how thrilling! Well, I, yes, like yeah. I, I, it's it's a weird trend, I, I, I guess, but it's they're they're trying to go off of that name recognition thing where they're just like they get the rights to the characters, but not the stories that made them famous. So it'd be like. Something interesting happened, but we swear these hundred episodes we're going to do will be so much more exciting than the things you read. <laughs> well, that's the that's the challenge with this is if if they if the writing team gets together and, and puts together a good arc for a, a show, then yes. that can work. If this becomes purely episodic, then if they basically took and said, well, we want to do this type of show, but okay... It's going to be episodic, but we'll use this familiar name. It doesn't do anything because people w- fell in love with the character because of the, the development of that character, the arc of those novels, those films. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to replicate that with something that's, you know, larger scale. Um, to me, that's what something like that would depend on. Same thing with Clarice. It could be if she's an FBI agent, that's great. But you've got you've got to have something. And to me, network TV shows really struggle with developing that large scale arc because I think they don't still don't trust the audience to show up week after week. So they thought, think, right. well, what if they don't start watching till five episodes in? You know, they're going to be lost. Well, it's if it, They'll go to your streaming service. They'll pay nine ninety nine a month, whatever, to get caught back up on this. But if people want, they will find it. It's not like the good old days where it's like, well, you got to wait till hopefully we rerun that episode, you know, during the summer to, to catch up if you missed it. There's so many more options to get access to the content. So I would hope they would trust their audiences that to to seek it out if you know so, so that they can f- see that that larger story arc. I think that's what. Hopefully, everybody learned from Lost. People will show up regularly yeah. and be devoted fans. If you give them a puzzle to solve over however many seasons uh, or a character to, to work with over time, they'll be there for that. So I, I, I'm not a I, – I've read halfway through the first book. I've seen the first movie, mm-hmm. um, the Fincher one. I, I have, still haven't seen you – know, it's just – it's a really dark – Series, so it's not anything. I'm. It is, it is very are, dark, are you yeah. a fan of the movies and the, and the books as well? I'm, I'm more. I, I'm not, I haven't read the books okay. just because I'm okay. lazy. Um, but I'm more <laughs> a fan of the uh, original Swedish okay. series that they did, where they like really allowed the story to breathe. Because right. I mean, you know, Dave Fincher, right. Dave Fincher, like he's whatever he does, he's going to do a high quality thing. But the the when you have like a a story like that where it's nuanced and it's a mystery and how they speak, when you chop big chunks out of it, like you're going to feel the loss. So that one allowed it to breathe a little more. So I, I think she's an interesting character. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see that. And also I'm always a fan of, of really tough yeah. women getting their own thing. So, I mean, the same thing with that. I'll, I'll, both those shows we were talking about, I will give them a try just because I want to see what they do. But it, it seems like they are sort of like a, Hamstrung right out of the gate. So, we'll yeah. see. what about you, Ray? Are you familiar with the books or the the movies on the what is it, the Millennium trilogy or whatever they called that? Yeah, not at all. Okay, uh, but <laughs> every time I think of it, I always hear Andy's voice in my head from Flick Chart Battles on the main show saying, "Or knew me, girl with the dragon tattoo." <laughs> <laughs> Because that one was always coming up at one point. We could, uh, I could have Pete set that up as a ringtone for you, so that you know. <laughs> okay, so uh, but, but between yeah. that and uh, you were saying, Amazon just doesn't seem to have uh, property like the other networks. Hopefully, between that or this upcoming Lord of the Rings series, yes. maybe they could yeah. have something. Yeah, they've got the they've got the money. Yes, they do. Yeah. So we just need to allow them to have some creative freedom and you know see what it comes okay. out. Okay, there's one last one I want to talk about because it's one of these things that just never seems to to go away, and that is Universal's. Uh, what are they calling it? The the Dark Universe, which we had how many years ago <laughs> with Tom Cruise? Oh, the dark Universe. But so yeah. we've got um, you know Ryan Gosling as the Wolfman. Um, Word. So it was bound to happen. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Um, the de- it says the details are scarce, but it's described as a present day story along the lines of Nightcrawler with a wolfy twist. 
So isn't I, that one of the weirdest <laughs> descriptions for an upcoming movie? Yes. Yeah. Now, if they were doing a new version of Wolf starring Jack Nicholson, but this time starring yes. Ryan Gosling, that, that, that'd be interesting. I would see yeah, that. Yeah, I, you know, I... Just take the same script. I give them credit for, you know, trying to bring this back, but I, you know, they haven't been able to pull it together. I think it, it was a, a master-planned community of movies that just, you know, they realized they, they can't build this this universe this way. That's It's not going to... It doesn't work for every property. You can't pull this off so i think maybe if they just tackle each film and doing the best sort of new version of that and maybe that's what they're going to try with this one i don't know but i was surprised well that's what i think they're going to go for because i mean first of all you've got invisible man that came out back in february where they just went back to square one and said okay let's just do a one-off thing. Yeah, see, I I, 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 I waited a while, but uh, I ended up seeing it and was was really impressed. Oh yeah, with what they did. Really enjoyed it, but I am hoping. I'm at least I haven't seen anything to make me think otherwise. But I'm hoping that they are going to do what you said, Steve, yeah. and kind of steer clear of the whole ensemble universe type thing at least for now, because they really do need to establish these characters again for a modern audience before they do that. Uh, And I think that, not to open up a can of worms, but I think that was one of the mistakes with the DCEU. They really just started with the ensemble thing way too soon. But um, one thing in particular that's got me feeling good about this upcoming Wolfman thing, even though it kind of sounds weird, is that I'm hoping anyway, it didn't say so in the article, but I'm hoping that this is another Blumhouse uh, thing. And I say that only because uh, Lauren Shuker Blum is listed as one of the writers. Oh, uh, okay. Jason Jason Blum's wife. That that would be a smart approach to know that, you know, Universal just they outsource to to the talent that can pull it off. And I think realizing that you know, as the big studio, they may not have the the team to pull that off. But to look at look at the you know positive reaction to to the Invisible Man of taking a new approach to that and doing it, uh, you know, for a new generation in a really sharp well done way uh, yeah I would stick with that team that's, that's what I would do look at the success of the Invisible Man and say okay here's here's the next one you know do it again yeah. uh, we'll 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 bankroll this thing because this this is working and that's that's what it's going to take to keep that alive right although if at the end of of the Wolfman movie Elizabeth Moss shows up <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How awesome! I mean, I would lose my mind. Like, I have this idea. I want to jump to, but... or even better, Russell Crowe shows up. <laughs> that want to talk to you about the monster initiative. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's talk trailers. We are. Bum, bum, bum. We're in a different, you know. We're at a different time of year now where we're getting trailers that have the strong possibility of hitting theatrical releases now. Because I've, I've seen this, some news that Canada is opening up some of their theaters with some restrictions and social Ooh. distancing. So um, when my trailer dropped yeah, earlier I'm- this week, I thought there's a high likelihood I'm going to be able to see this on its release date, which... We have been waiting for many, many decades for Bill and Ted yes. Face the Music coming out Woo! August 21st, 2020. And I looked at that and I said, August 21st, 2020. Okay, honey, guess what we're doing for our wedding anniversary? We're going to see Bill and Ted Face the Music. <laughs> Which she would be all on board for because we, you know, this is uh, just, uh, you know, back when that first one came out, uh, what was that, 89? Was that? I want to say, Sounds say 89 right. yeah. or 90? Uh, yeah, I think 88 so, yeah, so so that's like high there. school, college time for us, so way back then. And uh, yeah, this one was a little tough to watch as a trailer because it just, these dudes are starting to show their age. <laughs> they sure, are. Yeah. But I love the concept of this, of 
you know, them, you know, at the, you know, being set up to save the world. And now here they are and they still haven't <laughs> written the song. And the idea mm-hmm. is, well, of course, let's just travel in time to go steal it from ourselves. Why not? So let's throw in. <laughs> it makes got, It's Bill and Ted. You've got to throw in time travel somehow. So what's a new approach to it? Okay. They're going to go visit themselves in the future. We'll see what kind of shenanigans ensue, but I I love the tone of this. I think it's a, a great story for where these actors are at this age of okay, are we have we accomplished in our lives what we were supposed to do? Which I'm hoping is a nice mm-hmm. theme that that is sort of the heart of this story. And then I'm expecting all kinds of ridiculous, you know, hilarious comic comic moments. I'm trying not to set the bar too high uh, on this one. This is always one of my my struggles on something like this of like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun and it's good, but it's just not, you know, five and a half star awesome movie. So I'm trying to mediate my expectations, but I'm very much looking forward to this one to see Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter reunited as Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan. I, I think, I mean, it, it's got the best chance of that because they got the band yes. back together. I mean, you know, that's the thing is it's it's not like it's not like Bill the movie and a Ted has a cameo. I mean, it's it's yes. doing together. It's the same director. It's the same writer. I mean, for God's sakes, they got Death yes. is back. You know, <laughs> will we see Station? Maybe I don't know. But the, I mean, like I yeah, I say I I, I, I two watched each other. I was like, oh man, please be good, please be good. But I think it has all high likelihood of being really good because I've heard just some wild stuff that they're doing. Uh, like I suppose at one point they travel back to the original Circle K and meet themselves oh. as they're about to go on their excellent adventure. I mean, like so they're doing a lot of time full on, like and, Back and, to the Future two style of revisiting. Yeah. Other, oh, excellent! Yeah, so I think, yeah, most excellent. <laughs> right, <laughs> party on Ray. As, as the youngest of the crowd, how, what is your experience with Bill and Ted? I've seen the first one. I've not seen Bogus Journey, which is crazy because I even owned it at one point. <laughs> the my my only exposure to that was the Kiss music video for God Gave Rock and Roll. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, okay, oh yes. But um, this movie looks really fun. All right. Um, I mean, it does look like another movie made purely to cash in on nostalgia, but it does look like it could be fun. (laughs) Yes. I don't think any studio was like like chomping at the bit to be like, you know what's going to make us a billion dollars? (laughs) This seems like more of a labor of love. Yes. I think it, I think right, it was I think that. it may have been a, a, a labor of love for Alex Winter to sort of like hey uh, yeah Keanu's got his whole John Wick thing going on uh, hey how about how about throwing some of that that Wick cred over this way and let's let's get the band back together but I will glad and speaking he's, he's actually become more of a documentarian yes, than the last several years he did a, a big documentary about the dark web yes. and uh, stuff so he's you know doing yeah. his own way. And speaking of the John Wick thing, I think it's ironic Ooh. that um, Alex Winter, in that scene in the trailer where they visit their future selves in jail, Alex Winter has the bigger muscles. <laughs> <laughs> that was in his contract, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and for those of you who are Alex Winter fans, I would highly recommend seeking out a really obscure movie called Freaked. That was a great, great movie that, that he put together with has a Ken, Keanu Reeves oh, cameo okay. in it as well. Uh, about uh, like a guy stumbles onto a group of sideshow freaks. It's a it's a weird '90s comedy, and it's kind of got yeah you know, buried because it was really, really hard to advertise. But they put out a really good Blu-ray of it at one point. Uh, so yeah, check okay. that out. All right. So next up, Ray, tell us about your trailer. This movie is uh, a joint effort from. Universal and Blumhouse, and it is called You Should Have Left. It's a horror movie with Kevin Bacon and Amanda Seyfried. The The trailer looks really interesting to me. It, uh, it's about a screenwriter who travels to a remote house in Wales with his family uh, because he's trying to get some writing done. Apparently he's writing a sequel to this big hit film that he had. But as he begins to write, he has regret about his decision to come to this house uh, after suffering severe writer's block and all this weird stuff starts happening at the house and my first reaction was okay it's Blumhouse it's a it's a creepy you know movie there's 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 shadows that's sort of our first inkling in the trailer that something off is like the little girl there's like she's doing you know shadow you know dog on the wall and we see a human shadow so I thought okay there's somebody in the house there's some spirits in the house but what I love about where this story goes is 
when Kevin Bacon's like, this wall doesn't seem right. And he's like, the room is 26 feet across inside, but outside it's only 21 feet. So there's something right. weird about the house itself. And I love that aspect of it because it gets into yes. sort of that, uh, what JJ and, and Tommy call like the mind bender of, can you trust what you see and what is going on and unreliable narrators, all that. So it's not just about jump scares and creepy things, you know, tormenting them, but this house is going to be messing with them in a lot of ways. And I love that aspect of the story which was completely unexpected. So I'm really looking forward to see where that, that story goes. Yeah, as soon as it started out with the with the group of them in the car, I was like, first of all, my, <laughs> my, my uh, instincts went off of like, man, there's got to be like a 30-year age difference between <laughs> yes. them. Like, come on, again right. with like the old dude and the young girl? But then as the trailer played out, I was sort of like, oh, that's part of the story because we get this idea that, he has done something bad in the past. Probably there was the, his first wife or something like, like there's a reason that like this comes together that he has the younger wife and now his secrets are coming back to haunt him. And yeah, I kind of like that. That has a very Stephen King kind of thing of like old sins coming back to haunt yes. you through, you know, some sort of supernatural house thing. I got that vibe. Well, so yeah, that first part of the trailer, I was like, okay. But the yeah. daughter comments on it and says, daddy, since right. you're older than mommy, does that mean you're going to die uh, first? And I thought, uh, okay, <laughs> they're, they're calling attention to the fact that there is a huge age difference between the two. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this is on a, they, Right now, and so that comes out uh, for streaming on June eighteenth. So oh, I'm looking whoa. forward so that's to like, that. That's like oh, that's oh, like that's like next quick. week, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, all yeah. right. Well. We may so on streaming now. Oh, we may have to do a, is, so that'll probably be one of those like rental, you know, like twenty dollar rental things or something like that. Because yeah, probably. we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe uh, see. I'm, this is where I wish we could. You know, some of the services would have this whole like screen party thing because you know oh, where it'd right. be like great if like you know. Ray's like, yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll do a little party share. We get everybody together and watch it online together. But that would be that sweet. would be sweet. Well, you be know, cool. someday the yeah. technology will catch up to our desires. We'll see. <laughs> Speak. So Kyle had an interesting. Trailer. Yeah, <laughs> it sure did. Last couple of times I've been on, I did sort of straight down the middle ones. But I was like, as soon as I saw the name of this, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's going to okay, be okay. So trailer. tell us what the name of this one uh, is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, the name of my trailer is, are you ready for it, folks? Uh, it is Jesus Shows You the Way to the Highway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so I had, I had no idea what it was when I, when I clicked on it later. And I, I got to say, I, it's, it's gonzo. So, yes. I mean, it's, I, what is the plot of this? I really have no idea, and I've, I've looked at the, the synopsis, and the synopsis says, CIA agents Palmer and Gagano are tasked with the mission of destroying a computer virus called Soviet Union. They enter the system using VR, but the mission shouldn't do a trap. Now, that sounds like a standard sort of cyber thriller, but when you see who everyone is in it and what their cyberspace looks like, eh, no, it's nothing typical about this at all. It, it has a sort of... Uh, uh, be kind, rewind yes. vibe. Okay. Uh, I got a little bit of uh, Black Dynamite okay. uh, as I well too. It, it's because it's. It, I really like movies like this where it's sort of like this. Um, let's just throw stuff together. Movie like they're not trying to compete with the Matrix <laughs> or it, like they're not, you know they're not trying to like. It's just it's all DIY. It's you know it's low budget. It's it's just being weird for weird sake. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a, and it's available now. You can uh, you can stream it, uh, you know, on video on demand. Dude, I will say though that, that stop motion sequence that they showed in there <laughs> yeah. looked phenomenal. <laughs> yes, yeah. This I know. And that that well, they're in VR, they have these like like paper masks over their face that are that are like <laughs> almost like clutch cargo with yes. the, the mouth flaps, and yeah, it is the most bizarre thing. It reminded me of. A couple different things, but one of them is a film called John Dies at the End, mm, which yeah. is, is just, you think you know what's going on, and the story will just take these bizarre twists of like, this doesn't make any sense, this is insane, but I am still all on board for this because I don't know what rules apply to this universe, and I don't care because everything yeah. is just so creative and fun, and they totally embrace that 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 dynamic of that and uh the other one is there's uh i can't remember the director's name he made a movie called rubber which is about a serial killer tire oh, yes yeah yes. He's, and he's got he's, he's got another that one uh that was coming out but it's it's one of these where you're just like i don't understand what you're trying to say to me but you 
you've got me engaged. And that's what I'm getting out of Jesus. The the video game aspect of it is the other piece that it, it, there were moments <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, okay, so this is sort of like Scott Pilgrim also, because they're, they're they go oh, into okay. in VR. It's like they're in street fighter combat mode. Right. I mean, that's what's yeah. going on. I think, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's there, a lot. There yeah, is a so, lot for that uh, one. Yeah. It's anybody's so, guess. It's a ride. Just, hey, just, just watch the trailer. You're in for a ride. <laughs> That's it. And then you go check it out on Video On Demand. Wow. When I started this, who knew I thought you'd bring up yes. rubber? Oh. <laughs> have you have you seen rubber, Ray? No, I'm a loser. Rubber. No, no, no. <laughs> Rubber's about a, a serial killer yeah. tire. It's a tire. And how would you think that the tire would go about killing people? Running people over, I would assume. No, psychic powers. <laughs> oh, that was my next guess. <laughs> It's, that movie is, is a trip. One to put on your list if you can find it out there. It was it was on yeah. Netflix or Hulu a few years ago, but he's got a new one called like Deerskin Jacket or something like that that I saw a trailer for a couple weeks ago. So his stuff may be coming back around. We will see. All right. So that's trailers. We get into the middle piece here where it's like, hey, let's do something fun. Let's do something wacky. What can we do? <laughs> I've, I've got something here to, to try out. We will see oh. how this goes. Ooh, a new, a new, a new game? game. So, wow. Rifling the deck. Um, <laughs> so, there was, a long time ago, we had a board game called Seen It. S C E N E. It was a board yes. game, and it was one of these, it was when DVD, you know, added features to board games so the idea was you'd go around the board and you'd put the dvd and it would shuffle to certain segments and you'd either have to like name that movie or an actor or all these things well so there was at one point that i was see it was one of my favorite yeah. games uh and i was really really good at it obviously here we are yes. in the podcast um <laughs> so at one point we were gonna we were gonna play it and everybody's like no you, you right. win you win always win seeing it so i was like okay how about me versus everyone. <laughs> so there was like 14 people at this party, and it was all of them collectively. This is before, before you could look up right. on the internet. All of them versus me. <laughs> and you still won, didn't you? And, and I won. Yeah. So, so they came out with an, a, sort of an expansion of that, which is the Turner Classic Movies edition. And since I don't oh. have... Uh, you know, DVD capability to throw that in. I figured I'll just pull, I'll just pull some some cards and we'll we'll ask some questions and we'll see how well you know you are on your Turner Classic Movie trivia. Oh, so you know, classics is is, is a weak oh, spot for I, me, so don't worry, Ray. <laughs> you got to subscribe to the Criterion That's channel. That's right. I, yeah, apparently, yeah, I do. Yes, you do. You're missing out. Okay, we'll try some uh, we'll try some easy ones here. That is, I, I, if I. If I don't recognize names, I'm probably going to say, uh, yeah, let's, let's not go with that one. Since it's Turner Classic Movies, my three default answers will be Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, and Gone with the Wind. <laughs> that, there you go. Oh, that's a sore subject now. <laughs> yes, we can't talk about it. Okay. All right, here we go. So, in what state did the Wizard of Oz open? Kansas. Yeah, of Kansas, course it yeah. did. There you go. Yeah. All right. That's an easy. All one. right. Here you go. Here's here's same card. Uh, we will go with what 1959's film. What 1959 film's working title was "The Man in Lincoln's Nose"? North by Northwest. Oh, oh nice. nice. And that one's nice. uh, that one's coming up on the the main show there. All right. Let's get into some deeper cuts here. Uh, what 1942 Bing Crosby film introduced the Oscar-winning song White Christmas? Holiday, Holiday Inn. Inn? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Do we need a buzz no, or something? I'm trying to get one. I'm trying to find one you guys are going to have to think about for a second. You guys are like, oh, okay. you guys right, are so, right off so. the... No, that's fine. You answer is... It's the Ray Kyle just, team. All right. So it's us versus Steve. All right. Oh, and this is a challenge. This one is a real big challenge. Kyle, I don't Ooh, know. This okay. may be way outside your wheelhouse. Name okay. the 1981 collaboration between George Lucas and Steven Spielberg that paid tribute to old-time adventure serials. Uh, Rubber. It's the guy with the Raiders Lost Arter. Rubber. Rubber. <laughs> that took me a minute. <laughs> 1941. Yes, oh, no. All right. Oh, man. Oh, we're getting into the 70s here. What 1971 action drama was... That, what 1971 action drama billed its hero as... Quote, hotter than Bond and cooler than Bullet. 
71? Yeah. Hotter than Bond and cooler than Bullet. Uh, in like Flint? No. No. What was it? I was say Dirty Harry's in the 70s, but I wouldn't say that matches his thing. What do you think, Ray? The only thing I can think of I know is wrong. I can All I can think of is Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. <laughs> no, talking about Shaft. John oh, Shaft. I can dig you it. can uh, dig it. That's, now, go there. Oh, cool then. Wow, they, they, they compared to a secret right, Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that, right. so, well, so, cycling back to our discussion of the X-Files, that is actually one of the mm-hmm. moments that made me laugh the loudest on any TV show is the episode <laughs> with the vampires where Mulder is drugged oh. up and, and Scully's <laughs> telling him what happened and he's singing the Shaft song and he's like, I did not. I lost it. That's one of my. Favorite. He's laying the on the floor. Just, he's, he's just. He's one mother, bad mother. Shut your mouth. That's right. Okay, we'll do one more here. This one. Let's see how you are with your uh, with your rom coms. What 1970 tearjerkers tagline was? Love never. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Never having to say yes. you're sorry. What is yeah. it? What movie? Love story. Love story. All right. Yeah. There we are with the little Turner Classic movie trivia. You guys did well. Did well on that one. Yeah, better than I thought right. I would. Can't believe I missed Shaft though. Man, that's embarrassing. It is. Richard Roundtree. Yes. Come well, on. And they didn't. They just was did that come out in theaters. That the latest iteration the, the, of Shaft, where the, they the, 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 the third, third. Where it was like the third generation of Shaft, which I thought was an interesting idea. I just didn't know yeah. that there was necessarily a demand for it, and I don't remember. That's one that sort of came and went. Uh, I may have to. I don't think it was very well received. Yeah, unfortunately, well, it's again. That's where did they have a story to tell, or were they just capitalizing on mm. that character's name? Apparently, it was really slapsticky. Yes. From yeah. what I understood, oh. I didn't see it, but I, I read the review, and they said that that like they went from like. Shaft was you know, right, serious yeah. uh, in his way. Uh, now this was sort of like they're almost making fun of the stuff from oh. Shaft. It's like, yeah, you can't turn Shaft into Austin no. Powers. Oh, no, that's yeah. that's not going to work. But it's, anyways, this is this is a weird piece of trivia, and you know, feel free to cut this if, if it's not interesting. But do you know the, the story of the Beverly Hills Cop sequel that never happened? No. Uh, okay, so this is this is this is what's weird about network television. They spend multiple millions of dollars of stuff that you're never going to see. So right. they decided they wanted to do a Beverly Hills Cop television series, and this is not hmm. like this is not like in the '80s. This is like three or four years oh. ago. This is not. I mean, so this is fairly recent. They're like, okay, so we want to do Beverly Hills Cop. We're going to do it the son of Axel Foley. And they're like, okay, oh. the only way you can do okay. that is if you get Eddie Murphy to come back as Axel Foley and do it. They're like. Yeah, okay, we'll ask. And they're like, oh, yeah, he came back and he asked for movie money. He asked for, like, he asked yes. for, he gave the Eddie Murphy quote, like, you know, yes. what, uh, what he thinks he, he's, he's worth, and, and probably correctly. Uh, and they went, okay. And they gave him, like, basically to do a cameo in the pilot of this series. Oh, they wow. gave him that much money. And they shot, a like, a two-hour pilot of this Beverly Hills Cop series, like, setting it up like he's the, Axel Foley's now the police chief in... Detroit, I think it was, and then his son is now going out to L.A. and you know he's going to go and like they have the whole adventure, and then it's going to start the series like Magnum P.I. and and off it goes. And they shot it, they edited, it, they showed it to the CBS executives, and they went, no. And, they just, and then and so it's it's just sitting somewhere. It's just and they're like, no, we're not going forward with the series. So it's just in the it's in the CBS vaults somewhere. I, you know, Ax- Axel Foley's return. Is just sitting on a shelf somewhere, and no one will ever see it. It'll be a Blu-ray, Blu-ray extra someday, right? Yeah, when they do the with the 30th anniversary edition of uh, of Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the most expensive wow. DVD extra ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that I mean, that's one of those things where there's the, all these projects that get uh, lost to the ages, yeah. like that, where it's uh, you know there's those lost pilots of like that could have been a good idea. Well, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, all it's, right, it's terrible, but yeah, I'd like oh, to see pro- it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you're one of those completionists. Yeah. You're like Andy. I got to see everything, right? All right. Well, let's get into our list. So our list. Was based oh, yeah. on the comet, the Steve Carell, Paul Rudd comedy Dinner for Schmucks, 
And the winning topic was mind fights because there is a scene mind near the fights. end of the, the where um, you've got Zach Galifianakis who has uh, mind control, but Steve Carell discovers that he actually has brain control, and they battle it out. And so the category of mind fights was what the voters decided we needed to build a list on. So, and I blame fights. Andy for this <laughs> <laughs> because Andy chose tax comedies two weeks ago. Which I'm sure annoyed Kyle and Rob and Pete, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna get those guys mind fights." And then Kyle's like, "Oh, wait, I'm on that show." show. Here I am. I have to go mind fights. Well, it depends how you what how you're gonna interpret what a mind fight is. A little different interpretation. So we'll be interested to see if uh, I, I get disqualified or not. I, I did too. So I, I, okay, I get the privilege of going first. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of steals because I think we're all interpreting this in different <laughs> ways. I so you, I can guarantee you one of mine, you, I don't think you guys have even heard of. So <laughs> let's see. Is it Jesus shows you the way to the highway? Is that oh, going to be man. one of them? <laughs> Robert, don't steal right. before we even start. Yes. Right, go ahead. Go ahead <laughs> okay. So my, so my first one is a film that a lot of people probably haven't seen. It's one of these smaller films from. 2011, and it's one that I'd seen the trailer for, and I thought, I gotta see if I can find this. And it was, I could never find it on streaming services, and I lucked out. I don't know if it was on Hulu eventually, but this is the story of a a woman who is struggling to reassimilate with her family after fleeing from an abusive cult. So she is struggling with a lot of her own internal mental challenges of paranoia, uh, trusting, you know, her family, the you know, whether the people are actually coming out to get her. So it's really an internal mind fight of her escape from this cult. And this is Elizabeth Olsen in 2011's Martha Marcy May Marlene. It has an amazing cast. Elizabeth Olsen, Sarah Paulson, John Hawks. It is one of these sort of small character pieces. It's got some really good suspense to it. Elizabeth Olsen is amazing in it. Is this woman that's trying to just reassimilate and has trouble telling what things are actually memories what things you know she may have imagined and and what's real and what's not real and so, so your interpretation of mind fights is she's having a fight with her own mind exactly ah, okay okay for for the, for this one yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah sure. for all the others <laughs> yes sure but it's an internal mind yeah. fight of her her internal conflict and struggle of of what which side of her brain to listen to all right all right okay. all right all right not well, a steal for um, mind fights I tried to stick with what was in the movie Dinner for Schmucks, but I had a hard time Mm -hmm. sticking with what that was portraying. However, for my first movie, a really recent one, movie that just came out last year, uh, in the movie, there is a little girl, uh, by little I mean she's probably uh, 11 or 12, and she has these powers uh, some refer to as The Shining. And the movie is called Dr. Sleep. Okay. And the scene that I'm referring to is this girl named Abra, uh, who has The Shining, is being hunted by these people who consume children with the, who have The Shine. And so they're kind of breaking into each other's minds. Abra, this girl, and the leader of this cult named Rose the Hat... And the these battles in in their in each other's minds, it's really cool. I really don't know how to describe it that well. Have you guys seen Doctor Sleep? I have not. I have not, and I, it's one that I think uh, Tommy saw and did. I think it was on the the Nerd Critics yes. cast, podcast. He was on that episode, and then I think he posted in Discord that he saw it a second time, and his evaluation of it increased on the second viewing as i recall and it's one that um and i think isn't there uh an expanded cut there is when it was released yeah okay so that's one that um yeah i I, stephen king stuff (laughs) you know i used to be a huge fan then i you just i just couldn't keep up and then (laughs) the quality of the adaptations was always all over the place and so this one when i heard like yeah it's all right i thought okay well Maybe I'll get around to it, but... Uh, you heard Dr. Sleep no, and you what? thought about sleepwalkers? Sleep- <laughs> yes. But this one, I mean, I didn't even know what the story was about. I just knew we had the, you know, 
the little kid Danny, you know, has grown up, but I didn't know what this larger thing was. That sounds like an intriguing film that I may have to add to my list. Kyle. All right. All right. So, yeah, I, I took Mind Fight as, as sort of like a fight that is happening not in regular space but in the mind. So I actually chose uh, one of my favorite scenes for one of my favorite movies, and that is Morpheus versus Neo in the <laughs> uh, in the dojo of The Matrix from Steel. Ah, yeah, because I, I love that scene so much because not only is it great action and stuff too, but there's so much philosophy happening in that at the same time of, you know, like Morpheus, how did I beat you? And having like, you know, like and, and finally like leaning over and going, do you think that's air you're breathing? And having to go, uh, oh, yeah. Yes. So, like he has oh, to yes. totally re- rewire how he's thinking about this because the rules don't apply anymore because it's all in his mind. Excellent pick. Total Did steal. not even occur to me. Okay. All right. So um, for my second pick, uh, this is what I think I've mentioned on the show several times, but it's such a such a classic. And I, I'm, I'm sort of keeping with my theme of my my first pick of somebody struggling internally with, with their mind. And this one is uh, the story set in 1954 where a U.S. marshal is investigating the disappearance of a murderer who escaped from a hospital for the criminally insane in Martin Scorsese's Shutter Island. Oh, yeah. It was a film that, it was one I didn't see in the theaters and I caught it. I, I can't remember if I rented it from Blockbuster. Was Blockbuster around at this time? Probably not. <laughs> I caught it on streaming and thought, Dang, this movie is so beautiful to look at. I wish I had seen it on the big screen. And, you know, the Dennis Lehane adaptation, you know, adapted from his novel. I don't know. Haven't read the novel. I don't know if I want to because I think this story works so well. And I think often when a movie story is adapted and the film works so well, the story in the novel is going to be completely different because it's a different media and they have to work differently. But this one just kept me on the edge of my seat, Mark Ruffalo, Mm -hmm. and the idea of, you know, somebody trying to, you know, figure out, you know, solve a mystery that, you know, is really in his head and and all the puzzle pieces there. So that's that's the the mind fight that I I saw in Shutter Island. Nice. Nice one. Yeah, I run hot and cold on Scorsese, but I saw that movie and really, really liked it. I haven't seen it, but it's on my watch list for uh, this coming week, actually. So Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, so my second pick... Uh, I'm going to pull a Sarmento and do one that has been done on the main show. <laughs> okay. Um, so the movie that I'm talking about here is about a coup d'etat hmm. where oh. a rogue element in the government is trying to take down someone else so that a peace conference doesn't happen. And in order to get the information... Uh, the second officer aboard a ship has to do a Vulcan mind meld <laughs> with uh, uh, another officer. I am, of course, talking about Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Oh, nice. So basically, yeah, uh, they find out that Valeris, a Vulcan officer serving aboard the Enterprise, knows the details of this conspiracy. And in order to get the information out of her, Spock has to do a force a Vulcan mind meld on Valeris. Yeah. And it's really a very uncomfortable scene. It's almost like a mental rape. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. And just watching her resist the mind probe is... Just very uncomfortable. And so that is my second pick for Mind Fights. Oh, excellent. Wow. Excellent. Yes. All right, Kyle. Okay, well, now I'm not saying that I've been everywhere and I've done everything, but I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on, and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. And, of course, <laughs> that quote is from the movie that I'm going to be talking for my next pick, which is, Big Trouble in Little China. But, of course, it's not Jack Burton that has the mental fight. It's uh, Wang and Lopan uh, in the battle. Thing. They, instead of having a big kung fu battle, which is what you'd expect, they instead project their minds up into a, a big sphere in the middle and have a mental fight between uh, uh, as the two uh, as the, all the warriors are battling around them. So, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, my god! Why did I not think of that one? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that either. That's, oh, my God. That movie is so awesome. Yes. Oh, that's that such movie. a, oh. oh, 
John Carpenter. Yeah. John Carpenter is one I run hot on cold yeah. on, and when yes. I when it's like, but that was one where I I was at the right age when I saw mm-hmm. that on cable TV, and just it's bonkers, crazy, and so good. Oh my god! I actually gosh. saw John Excellent Carpenter take. at a panel at a at a convention, uh, and he was promoting John Carpenter's Vampires at the time. Oh, oh boy! Okay. Uh, and he did not want to be there. And somebody stood up and said, oh, man, I got to tell you, one of my favorite movies of all time is Big Trouble in Little China. I love that movie so much. Is there ever going to be a sequel? No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's John Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. Final pick. I'm, I'm going external. Ooh. I'm not dealing with internal mind fights anymore. This is sort of a, what I would call a battle of wits. Uh, when it when it comes to mind fights, can you outthink your opponent mm. in this one? How many steps ahead are, and how well do you know your opponent to to really get the upper hand on them? And this is an unsettling, odd film that I think is much better than it gets than it was initially reviewed, um, or maybe I, maybe it was just me. I don't know, <laughs> but I, when I saw this. Uh, I'm talking about 2014's Gone Girl with the battle Mm. between Amy and Nick and her trying to outwit him and his response to her and just the mind games between the two of them and and how it all resolves itself in the end. Uh, I thought that's, to me, the ultimate mind fight of, you know... These two, and it's an, a, a great film, excellent book as well. One I highly recommend. Um, either, so that's my number one. Gone. All right. Nice. Okay. Well, my number one is a movie that, for the mind fight, probably not the first thing you'd think of. But hear me out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you the movie straight up. It's 1962's. The Manchurian Candidate. Ah. One of, uh, it's in my top ten. One of my favorite movies of all time. And the scene that I'm talking about takes place uh, in the last third of the movie whenever Frank Sinatra's character f- deduces that his friend has become brainwashed by the communists. And so... To try to snap him out of it, he's using their tactics to try to rewire his brainwashing. And so they're working together to try to make it so that he follows the Americans' orders instead of the Soviets. Whenever Frank Sinatra's character tries to get Lawrence Harvey, his buddy, to play cards to get the queen of is it the queen of diamonds or the queen of hearts i can't remember but uh in anyway just the camera work that's done there and what's really funny about this is the camera work there is all fuzzy and it makes you think that that's the frame of mind that raymond shaw is in because you know his brain is being played with so much but really it was just a crappy take and that was the only one that they could use <laughs> but um i just really love that scene lawrence harvey is terrific in that movie frank sinatra is pretty good in that movie you can't go wrong with this maybe not your traditional mind fight but i think this fits and i think it's a good one all right classic mind fight yes i mean what i have to say is raymond shaw is the kindest bravest warmest most wonderful human being i've ever known in my life (laughs) (laughs) and 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 one of the movies that has uh, the remake is actually pretty solid too yeah, it's not bad. 2004 or so? Yeah. I think yeah. 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 All right, Kyle, take us okay. home. What you got? So, <laughs> so being uh, having psychic powers is difficult, but uh, what's really difficult is when you're a rock star trying to become a movie star. Uh, and so when you have those two things together, uh, that's when you get movie magic. And, of course, I'm talking about the immortal classic from 1988 starring Jeff Goldblum and Cyndi Lauper. Vibes, <laughs> where there are two psychics on the trail, and at the end has a big uh, psychic battle on a pyramid. Uh, yeah, it's 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 from uh, uh, Lowell Gons and Babalu Mandel back when they were like the hottest screenwriters in Hollywood. Yeah, it's one of their their rare misfires, uh, and and it's like com- almost completely forgotten these days. But uh, it's one of those that oh, I've always had a soft spot for. 
I I haven't seen it. I think my wife is a was a big fan of this movie back from 1988. You know, Cindy Lauper, Jeff Goldblum. It's one that yeah, I think I was at that point where I was working in the video store, and so I was like trying to get into Hitchcock and Scorsese mm-hmm. and all that. So this had I had no desire to see this when it came out <laughs> in theaters. It's got a solid 5.7 on IMDb, but I mean, come on, Cindy Lauper, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. what what could go wrong I mean, with psychic powers? Peter right? Falk is in it. Julian Sands is in it. I mean, what oh more gosh. do you want from an eighties movie? For I, God's sake, Steve Buscemi has a cameo. Nice. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Well, that's one to one to track down. And your streaming yeah. services. So I actually found out that, out. that they have a really nice Blu-ray release of it. Oh, wow. So it okay. is winging its way to my house right now. Well, that's our list for Mind Fight. So now we, we get to pick what's coming <laughs> up for the next challenge. And so uh, because we took a week off, we sort of skipped one because I think they, they're starting in their Cary Grant mm. uh, series. So I believe what they're going to be talking about is north by northwest so the man in lincoln's nose right so (laughs) for those of you that don't know the story uh, basically it's the story of a drunk cary grant and his mother and they saved the world now uh, this is uh this is a (laughs) this is a a great story about mistaken identity uh i mean there's so many classic moments in this in this film, so what do we want to what What do we want to do for a list with uh, Well North by Northwest? There's so many classic moments. I think you got to go action sequence at a national monument. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Action sequence at a national monument. Uh, mistake identity is, is right there. Yeah. Do you want to put any qualifiers on that? Mistake identity. Uh, mistake mistaken identity as a, a as a spy or something. <laughs> Okay. Or, I mean, I mean, do we want? I mean, or I mean, so we could just do mistaken identity, I guess. But well, we could do mistaken identity in a hotel, you know, <laughs> restaurant. Uh, no, I, I like the mistaken for a spy because mm-hmm. that does. There's lots of mistaken identities, yeah. but that's really the core of this is somebody that uh, specific. You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, what if we say the everyman mistaken for a spy? There you go. All right. What about irregular forms of torture slash interrogation? <laughs> Improvised torture, like you mean, you mean uh, having Martin Landau get you just dr- dump a bottle of scotch down your throat? Exactly. In the library, I think Martin Landau did it with a bottle of scotch in the library. <laughs> okay. Um, or falling in love with a double agent. Oh, double agent. Falling in love with a double agent. Is that gonna? Is there? Is there a lot of those? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have to worry about it, do I? I don't think so. No. Um, I just want to make sure we're not hamstringing them too bad. But I think yeah. action sequence at a national monument. I think that's been enough. Every man mistaken for a spy mm-hmm. is good. Falling in love with a double agent may be challenging, but I think th- there's enough room to to wiggle on that one if if need be. I mean, because I, I I don't think we want to do man versus you know airplane uh, <laughs> no. chases or fights. Um, yeah, no, that's or, I, I can't. Or cross country chases, <laughs> irregular <Court>. bus trips, <laughs> irregular strange conversations movements. on trains, strange conversations on trains. That's one. Of, God, I love a, that scene so much. Oh, there's that's one of my favorites. This is yeah, classic. No, I think we got a good list here. I think we've got a really good list. Uh, so for our listeners out there, if you want to vote in next week's list challenge, it's really simple. You head over to the Show Talk channel and the Next Real Discord community. You can lend your vote to the chaos that is list picking and movie sabotage each week. I have I refrain from sabotaging anymore. <laughs> but how how do you get access to the Show Talk channel? You ask. Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to Patreon.com/slash The Next Real and become a supporter of The Next Real family of podcasts for $5 a month. You'll become a concessionaire supporter and get access to show live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, and access to the super secret member channels in the next real Discord. We should have a beard it, appreciation thread because we all have such lovely yeah. beards that people we, don't get to we, see. We, you know, this, I, I was thankful that we got pushed back a week because this was, you know, I got an extra week to go from, you know, <laughs> clean shaven to, 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 to white stubble here. Uh, but, you know, 
know, the, the thing is, a lot of people don't know I have this because when I'm out uh, in public, I wear a That's mask. Right. And you know, if you can go, if you go to the nextreal.com slash merch, you can get your very own mask. You can get your glorious fear Marvel movie minute non-medical grade masks today. Right. With every purchase of a Next Real face mask, T Public is donating one medical grade face mask to frontline healthcare workers through direct relief. So put my you face on us. your face and support them too. <laughs> Exactly. Your face on my face. Yes. Now, what happens if you put your face on your face? (gasps) I don't know. I have my face on a pillow, but I haven't put my face on my face. So, so if you put your face on your face on the on your pillow that has your face, oh. then you get an infinite recursion, and then right, let's, let's doorways see. the let's, universe is open. I think right. that's what let's happens. Let's see Rob and I to both get masks and put them on, and then pose in the same way, and we'll see if we can. Maybe we can they, just break they, Facebook. Isn't that what happened to Ray in the Last Jedi? <laughs> Oh, don't, don't, don't knock the last Jedi. Okay, yeah, don't, 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 don't say, don't say Rise of Skywalker or you might summon Rob with another rant. <laughs> oh, guys. All right. Well, we've, we've, we've done our duty. We've, we've, we've got our lists. We've got our trailers. We've got all that great stuff together. Uh, it's been great chatting with you guys for this week's sat match. This was super to fun. Get on the, this was a lot of fun. I, I love changing up, getting to see new faces every week. This is a, a lot of fun. So Same here. Guys, that's, how, that's, that's right. There, there we go. Um, you guys have your closing taglines prepared? And that's uh, I, I say, the way it is. Go listen to the Marvel Movie Minute. We we're, we're just hit halftime. There we go. Uh, we, I, we, yeah. t- we obviously took our week off in solidarity with the protesters, uh, but we are we are back and, and up and running. So we just hit uh, we had a halftime show, uh, so that was pretty fun. So uh, we're up and running, and so we got the back half of the movie now. We just finished an action scene. We're into the into the downtime, and we're gonna we're headed to New York soon. Nice. All right, it's gonna be fun. And then I. I know on the film board coming up, we'll be talking about Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, which will be dropping, uh, what, like, in the next day or two? Tomorrow. Uh, after, after this. Is it tomorrow? On Sundays? We don't drop episodes on Sundays. Is no, it no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The movie comes out tomorrow. The movie? Ray, we're on Saturday. It's the Saturday movie morning. Came out last night. Yesterday. Out yesterday. You what haven't seen thinking? it yet? <laughs> My, my brain is all scrambled, guys. <laughs> You're in a different time zone, and we accept that and appreciate that. Uh, but that's what we've got going on on the film board. So we'll be getting that. Uh, that'll be dropping into your feeds shortly for the, the latest installment from Spike Lee. So we'll be looking forward to that discussion dropping in your feeds. And uh, that's what we've got. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Sat Matt, Hondo. Bye. Until next time, true believers. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. (laughs) 